0: Emergency podcast alert. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals Podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sports book. I'm Johnny Venerable. He's Bolt brock We are back here on a Football Friday. Jalen Thompson Bolt brock the newest Cardinal to have a new contract. The Cardinals signed the former supplemental fifth-round draft pick to a new three-year deal that's going to pay him a heck of a lot more than the $2.5 million that he was set to be owed. Bo, initial reactions to this, I think, pretty significant move for Steve Kyman in the Arizona Cardinals.
1: No, absolutely. I mean, I don't think you can find anything negative around this deal. The reported money, $40 million over the next, uh, what, three extra years on this deal through 2025. And uh, according to Tom Paracelo, it's uh, under $25 million guaranteed. He's making under $14 million per season. So he's making, what, less than our guy, Buda Baker, in the safety uh, defensive secondary. So I think as far as this Arizona Cardinals team goes, Johnny, they continue to trend in the right direction towards the regular season, continually having positive steps forward this off season and, you know, locking up a just turned 24 year old in July playmaking safety for three more seasons. Keeping a part of this core is paramount. I mean, you could look at the criticism early this off season that just continued to linger throughout the off season about the lack of free agent dollars spent but look, free agents don't make contenders. They can help supplement a contending team, but they just, you have to draft guys, you have to develop guys, and you have to extend guys. And that's what Steve Kime, it's been a theme this offseason, keeping part of their core together. You know, James Conner, Zach Ertz, Kyler Murray, and now Jalen Thompson. You look at a team, Johnny, in the Jags that have spent over a billion dollars, $1.6 billion since 2012. And they have the most losses since 2012. Free agent dollars do not, you know, equal success. Drafting, developing, keeping your guys—that's how you do it. And you have to love what Steve kim has been able to accomplish, especially with a supplemental guy like Jalen Thompson. It's like one of his—it's one of his masterpieces. And we—we we can't say that all the time about Steve. Keim. Yeah,
0: he's got very few Van Goghs in the uh,
1: the old <laughs> ballroom uh,
0: come draft day. And this is kind of even a cheat because Jalen Thompson was not acquired. In late April in 2019 with Deontay Thompson, with Kyler Murray, with Byron Murphy and Zach Allen. Uh, It was three months later in June or July of the last supplemental draft that the NFL has ever done. He was the lone pick that year. He was a fifth round supplemental pick. I think the Cardinals liked him. They were throwing some stuff on the wall. He played in the packed Northwest where they've scouted a ton of different players coming out of Washington State and boy did they hit the jackpot you just knew his rookie year he was forcing his way onto the field granted for a bad cardinal team in 2019 but was making his presence known with Vance Joseph and company like i'm going to be a signature player for this franchise and i think we we saw it culminate last year by and large advanced metric statistics had an even better year than Buda baker uh probably one of the more underrated disrespected players in the NFL should be within the top 100 players in the NFL. And we talked about it on our podcast that coincidentally dropped today. I thought he was going to be the low key MVP of the Cardinals defense this year. Now that he's secured the bag, Cardinals unquestionably have the best safety tandem in the NFL. And for everybody that's concerned over the cornerback position, I get that. But what Jalen brings is so much more than just your routine free safety, right? He can play nickel corner. He's a tremendous run defender. He forces turnovers. So many, so much of what the Cardinals do is predicated on turnovers. And we saw it last year. He had interceptions and forced fumbles. I to me, this is a move that had to be done. I thought, though, theoretically, we're probably going to get it next offseason. But now you look at this tandem of not only Buddha and Jalen, but now Isaiah Simmons into the fold, and you don't have to force him to to eventually take over for Jalen Thompson. It was a concern of mine, Bo Brock. Like maybe they let Jalen walk. How many safeties can you pay? But then you look at what they're paying him. With all due respect to Jalen, I, I think it's an underpay. I think Jalen absolutely gets more on the open market next offseason if you had chosen to, to wait it out. He clearly feels comfortable here with Vance and company. He loves you know, being one of the captains, I think, of this defense. And for Steve Keim, I think less is more in terms of spending, spending on unknowns, right? So what has he done this offseason? He's locked up Kyler Murray, clearly a known player, DJ Humphreys, right, he gets James Conner back on a multi-year deal. Zach Ertz and now Jalen Thompson. These are signature players for the Cardinals ingratiating themselves in the community, ingratiating themselves, you know, on this 53-man roster. I think done are the days where, where Kime and Michael Bidwell especially are going to jump into the free agency pool headfirst and spend a ton of guaranteed dollars on guys they don't know. That's how they got burned with all mm-hmm. due respect. Devon Kennard and Jordan Phillips. So I, I think... The, this is what good teams do. They draft guys, then yep.
1: they resign them. Yep, that's what you want to do. I mean, they said it during the Kyler Murray press conference. It's it's you want to do that. You know, Steve Kime continues, I'm sure, after every one of these deals to to puff his chest out a little bit further, walking around his house here in Arizona, saying, "Hey, I I I hit on this guy. I haven't hit on yeah. a ton of them. We know that. You can check out his draft history. I've got all of his draft picks ranked at gophnx.com, and it's it's not pretty." Jalen Thompson's not a part of that because, you know, Jordan P points that out, you know, supplemental pick, you'd mentioned of the last supplemental draft in NFL history, right? They, they discontinued it. Uh, if, if, uh, if I believe if Josh Gordon gets elevated, he'll be another supplemental guy, you know, next to Jalen Thompson. But right now JT's the only guy and, you know, somebody that vied to have the green dot on his helmet, you know, early in training camp when they were kind of scrambling to figure out who's going to be calling the defense, they turned to J- Jalen Thompson first and it, it, it's probably it's just too tough to do it from the safety position. They'll give it to their star linebacker Isaiah Simmons. But man, huge move for the Arizona Cardinals to retain these guys. I know it's like people love to see splash moves made via free agency. Like it's just fun. Like it, we we all play fantasy football. We all play fire up Madden, and you can bolster your team that way. You can you can turn a, a mediocre roster into a great one. But at the NFL, like the guys who legitimately hit the free agent market. Usually are guys that the, you know had red flags from their previous team, and you know you don't. And you have to pay for premium positions too, like offensive linemen, cornerbacks, pass rushers. When you can draft and develop a guy and keep him on your roster, that's a bigger win than going out there and finding somebody via free agency. It's just you know a, a golf clap for Steve Kime because I think this is just a big move for him in the franchise in this core going forward. When you talk about all this money that you're going to pay your franchise quarterback. Well, you start to lock in these guys on these team-friendly deals, as you mentioned, it seems like an underpay almost. That's great. You, you've got to yeah. lock through 2025 along with your left tackle. That's big.
0: Yeah, I, I've seen some people point out, well, how much can you spend on the safety position? Well, Buda Baker's contract has been done for a while now. I think he and Jalen Thompson are both going to be looked at as underpaid or very high value contracts given what the Cardinals aren't paying them. And listen, they, they'll do pay raises. They'll do further extensions if they're warranted. Hell yeah, we want to see that. But now you've got two premium players in their prime, in their mid-20s, ready to kind of take over the leadership duties for this defense. Gone is Jordan Hicks. Gone is Chandler Jones, right? J.J. Watts on the last year of his contract. It's going to be the Jalen Thompsons and the Buddhas and the Isaiah Simmons that are going to take this leadership role into this new era of Cardinal football. We spend so much time, and rightfully so, on the offensive side. It's where the glitz and the glamour is, all the big-ticket additions, the defense is going to go about a little bit different, a little, little bit more of a lunch pail mentality. They're adding guys in the third and fourth round. The, the makeup of this defense, the infrastructure, yes, you've got Simmons and Collins who are back-to-back first rounders, but for the most part, it's been a bunch of day two and day three guys. You know, d- defensive lineman Rashad Lawrence, like Foto, fourth rounder, Zach Allen, third rounder. And we're going to see push comes to shove under Vance Joseph's tutelage for the better part of three or four years. Are these guys ready to pop? Now, Jalen, it was evident the minute they took him and he got on the field as a rookie, like he flies off the screen, he can play. And I just, I'm anxious to see who that next guy is, whether it's a Victor Dumakeji, if he gets an opportunity this year, Amaze Sanders. Um, Let's get to some of these uh, (laughs) comments here. Brother Numsy, dude has worked hard all of his life and has been overlooked so much. And somebody actually sent me something on Twitter and asked if I would retweet it. It was a comparison in statistics Last mm-hmm. year, Derwin James, the all-pro, all-everything defensive back safety for the L.A. Chargers, compared to Jalen Thompson, numbers are much more close than you would imagine, Bo Brock, and I think that just speaks to the fact that, yeah, we've already got one elite safety. I guess we're not allowed to have two in the public's eye here in Arizona.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, it's and it's great that he's been able to fly under the radar uh, selfishly for Cardinals fans because otherwise, you know, there, there would be teams kind of trying to – Grab him from the Arizona Cardinals' grasp, and and, and I think it's it's been solid. And, and now I think sky's the limit for the guy. You know what's crazy is this. The, you know, last season was his la- his first full season. He was hurt in 2020. He had that high ankle sprain really yeah. after week one that just crushed his entire rest of his season. So here's a guy who just turned 24 in July, who is just getting better. Over 100 total, 20 total tackles last year, three picks, seven passes defended. He's a guy that sets the tone by just absolutely laying wood out there as far as opposing offensive players. I mean, how many times like did you feel like the Arizona Cardinals needed a little bit of a boost, and here came number 34 just flying out of nowhere and just yeah. knocking somebody on their ass? I mean, it was huge, and something that doesn't show up in the box score. I just think that he's a he's a valuable part on and off the field for this Cardinals organization. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's exciting. It's an exciting day uh and, and you know the numbers it's so fun i mean I, I will continue anytime i see the top paid safeties in the league and see jamal adams i'll laugh out loud it's great it's, it's, and this- it's so good <laughs> it's the best and you know i think about
0: jalen thompson's pick six against uh russell wilson or as a fumble return for a touchdown in in week 18 last year i thought after that cardinals locked up the division title i don't know about mm. you They'd taken the lead second half and it was because of JT. And unfortunately JT couldn't play the other 10 positions on the defense to, to ensure that the Cardinals won the NFC West. But he is one of the few players defensively where we can go into this year and be like, no questions. Uh, Good to go. Right. It's like, it's basically he Buddha and Marcus golden and then everybody else durability, you know, inexperience, whatever you want to say, we got some question marks. So, I'll use that as my transition here as, as to talk about maybe who the next Cardinal that should be extended is. But before we do that, I want to remind everybody college football weekend is here and NFL football weekend is next weekend. And you can bet on both right now on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Get ready for NFL week one action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app promo code and the app right now using that promo code PHNX. Get $200 in free bets instantly. All you got to do is place a $5 bet on any football game and boom. That sweet, sweet cash goes into your account, increments of 25 bucks for you to spend on whatever you want. All you got to do is put five bucks down in any football game via promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See those show notes for details, Bo.
1: Week one of college football season, a celebration, the NFL season nearly upon us, less than a week away, Thursday night football. And then, you know, our last weekend without NFL football this weekend, something to celebrate. Why not do it by flavoring your life up? Enter to win the flavoring life sweepstakes from our friends over at OG's brands and us here at PHNX. You can receive not one, not two, but three bags of their incredible gummies, including creamsicle, orange creamsicle, or their tropical flavors. Get that OG's hat You got a PHNX shirt of your choice and a PHNX annual membership. Sign up at gophnx.com. Look up OGs online, ogsbrands.com and on Instagram at OGsbrands. You got to be 21 years or older. You can find them in your local dispensary. And I put that out there too on Twitter, Johnny, you know, who's next? Like who could be next? Because, you know, Cliff had mentioned that after Kyler or DJ had signed that, you know, they they look at this as an opportunity to lock up some of the guys that uh, they want to have here long-term. And I think that a couple of different guys, guys fit that profile. You mentioned Byron Murphy, you know, there's Zach Allen, uh, you know, a guy they just traded for and Trayvon Mullen coming over. I mean, who, who in your opinion, uh, is next, or is it somebody I just didn't mention in Marcus
0: golden? I feel like the most pressing need right now to get Marcus golden, maybe back on the field and end his hold in is, is Marcus golden, but who knows? Maybe it's not really a hold in. Maybe he really does have a toe injury, um, he is the most pressing need, but I don't I don't even know if it's a lengthy extension necessary. Maybe just kick him some more money this year, add another year next year, because I don't think the Cardinals want to block Mize Sanders and Cameron Thomas next year. I'm not saying both those guys are going to hit, but we're assuming one of them is going to hit, and then they're going to go into the draft next year in a pass rush heavy 2023 draft with a bunch of different options. I don't think they want to tie themselves too far down the road at that position, I, I would I would be very, very concerned not having Byron Murphy under contract next year. I think he's an ascending player. I think he fits what the Cardinals want to do, be physical in the secondary. If he can be delegated as a slot corner, so be it. Maybe you get a discount there, Bo, just like you did on Jalen Thompson. But you don't reassign Byron Murphy. What do you have in your secondary? You've got Marco Wilson, who, let's face it, a lot of people have question marks on. That's about it. Mullen, as you mentioned, is a free agent. The rest of these guys are developmental players at best. Byron has to be next, and the Cardinals would gladly pay Byron max money, premium cornerback money if he went out and balled this year and played at a Pro Bowl mm-hmm. level. Um, but look at the guys that have gotten extended this offseason. D.J. Humphreys, yeah, he had a down year last year. They got his cap number lowered. But, I mean, he went to the Pro Bowl. He's done it for a long time, especially under Cliff. Jalen Thompson, everybody's saying that's a no-brainer. Check that off. Same with Kyler Murray, right? Zach Ertz was fantastic when they traded for him. Connor's coming off a Pro Bowl year at running back. I mean, these guys that the Cardinals drafted in 2019 that are up this year, you know, the the Allen's, the Murphys, they have to produce. And yeah. we've seen from Kyman Company, if they produce, they will get paid. I just feel like cornerback is a more premium position. Allen to me, I think will break out, will have a good year. But how much do you pay somebody like that who's been very susceptible to injury? I think Byron's just a safer player. He would be the one I would want to start agreements with. And right. I agree with Jalen Blair. I think you could get him for something like three to 45,
1: three to 50. Yeah. I mean, is, is he worth it right now at that price? Uh, I mean, you, I think you, really, you can wait. I think yeah, you can you, wait. Absolutely. And I don't think, uh, you know, is he going to play himself? Is he going to, uh, you know, ascend to the Jair Alexander uh, of the world? Probably not. I mean, that would, ha- it would take a special good problem to have. season. Absolutely. Yeah. It would be a good problem to have. And, and you start to negotiate that way, but uh, yeah, it just bodes well for the Arizona Cardinals and, and you know, They've set themselves up to to have the flexibility to do so beyond the 2022 season through 2023 with Kyler Murray having a relatively insignificant quarterback cap hit. He's what 16 million against the cap in 2023, so it gives them some flexibility. And in, in you know, it, there's the misconception that hey, oh my God, he signed for 230 and a half million dollars. Where's the how the Cardinals going to have and sign anybody? Well, yeah. they, they have the ability to keep their guys. And they have the ability to talk to them first and negotiate those contracts and keep them in house before hitting that open market. But, you know, Byron Murphy and Zach Allen, I think, kind of fit somewhere a little bit of the Christian Kirk profile to where mm. if they just have a ho-hum season. You know, the Arizona Cardinals would be prepared to let him them walk just because they could command. They might command too much. Then you think, OK, we know what you're worth.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I, I because Christian, it was always like, yeah, next year he's going to break out. We keep waiting, yeah. especially Zach Allen. Like I have been waiting for the breakout. And with all due respect, he was a third round pick. I, I don't want to put too much ownership on it, but Byron Murphy was was one pick away from being a first round pick. Um, now the Byron Murphy that we got in the first half of last year is somebody that deserves to be paid. The Byron Murphy mm-hmm. that got whooped in the red zone and gave up a bunch of touchdowns—what does that sound like? Sounds like Christian Kirk fading at the end of the year. Yeah, the, but the difference is the Cardinals do not have a DeAndre Hopkins or a Hollywood Brown to fall back on the, the Cardinals need Byron Murphy to fall out this year. I mean, if they, if he does not play well, the Cardinals are going to have huge concerns. I'm not breaking news here in the secondary. So uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm fine letting it play out. I think the Cardinals are as well. But again, if, if, if you're Steve Kime, that's a position of need, no doubt. I mean, I already had people sending me, cornerback prospects for the 2023 draft uh the other weekend and i'm like guys can we let's get through this season please first and let's see what these guys can do but um i think we're learning salary cap is what you make it a little bit of a farce the la rams have shown us that (laughs) when was the last time steve Kime, michael bidwell especially let a premium player in their prime walk to the free agent market and live to regret it i can't think of any I mean, we all bang the drum. We can't let Chandler Jones go after week one. And then Chandler really tampered off. I mean, you love Mm -hmm. to talk about it. Six sacks the rest of the year. So somebody else overpaid. Cardinals weren't going to do that. The closest thing I can remember is maybe Calais Campbell. And that was a regret. But he was in his early 30s by that point or coming close to that. He just turned 30. Yeah. And that was a mistake. They should have Mm re-signed him. They should have given him a three-year loaded deal and gotten some good production because they had no successor in place other than... Robert Kimdichie, but no one else that I can think of. Typically when this team sees talent, identifies it, it knows yeah. that they're good, they get them paid.
1: Well, how about, I mean, Tyron Matthew, the honey badger. I mean, he, can, he tore his ACL and they still yeah. negotiated a, a big contract with him. And at the end of the day, they said, you know, it, it just became a burden, unfortunately. It was just a, a bad deal that they needed to get out from under. And, you know, he goes on and, and re, you know, finds his himself and he balls out in Houston, parlays that into a deal with the chiefs and then to into a super bowl. And now he's down in his uh, hometown in Louisiana and New Orleans, and he's going to play for the saints. But uh, you know, I think you're, you're exactly right. There just hasn't been uh, a guy who has been in his prime in the prime years that they were just like, now nah, we're just like, they haven't had that big of a, a miscalculation. Like, and that's what, what we're saying here with like Brian Murphy and in, in Zach, Allen is they have to kind of leave it, remove all doubt for these guys because they can get them now and they can sign them to a deal or, you know, they have to roll the dice at the end of the year when the rest of the teams can negotiate with these guys. So they haven't been snake bitten by that, but when they have guys that they feel can be part of their core going forward, P2, he gets, you know, at the time for a very short time, he was the top paid corner, Buddha Baker, top paid safety. They, they gave, Campbell, a big deal. They gave Darnell Dockett a big deal. Like they pay guys Uh, that they don't flinch at that. Kyler Murray, they proved that, you know, overall that they can do it with the most important position in sports, even though, you know, that's, that changes the market often.
0: Yeah. And I would argue for those who push back on like the Anquan situation and Carlos Dansby, the first go around, like Michael Bidwell was not running as much as the front office as he is right now. I, I try to judge it. Michael Bidwell maybe the back end of Rod Graves' career and then Steve Kime. That's that's what I'm trying to base this off of. we got some good recommendations in the chat. So Jason yeah. Sandoval says, Tony Jefferson comes to mind. I do feel like he was undervalued here, but he ended up getting released from that Baltimore contract he signed. So I don't know if that deal was good or not, but the Cardinals did not value him, and, and I think that was a mistake. And then also uh, uh, Dogger. Dogger, yeah. Dogger. dogger. Uh, it would be pretty nice to have Hassan Redick right about now. And I think that just speaks to the fact the Cardinals butchered his development. If, yeah. if he had played outside linebacker from the beginning, he'd still be with this team. He'd be on a on a, on a deal that pays him a lot of money, rightfully so. Similar way he's doing in Philadelphia. So that that's a very nuanced, specific situation. But like Jalen Thompson's been a safety since day one. He's kicked ass since 2019, and he got paid for it. So I have confidence. The Cardinals aren't going to do everything right. God knows that. But when they get an elite (laughs) player, they know it and they pay them. David Johnson comes to mind for better or worse, right? It's Mm -hmm. those fringe guys like you talked about, like a Christian Kirk. If Christian Kirk had put up that 1,200 yards last year, there's no way they let him walk. If he had showed an ability to help this team get over the hump in the second half when Hopkins was hurt and he put on that Superman cape, they're paying him. Or at the very least, they're franchise tagging him. But you know what Christian Kirk did? He disappeared. We had too many players for the Cardinals disappear at the end of last year. And I I hope that Byron Murphy and Zach Allen don't fall in that same category because you're right, Bo. Right now, they are very much in a prove-it type of scenario where they're not getting a a pre pre preseason deal.
1: Yeah. And I think Reddick is is the absolute exception to the rule. I mean, it was just going into that fourth and final season, you know, I don't think I thought it was a no-brainer that they didn't pick up his fifth-year option. He hadn't agreed it. I wanted and them then, to cut him. Yeah. I mean, he was on the bubble and he he earns a roster spot and they give him, you know, this this Hail Mary, you know, uh role where it's like, okay, yeah. we're gonna let you just rush the passer. Okay. And he excelled at it. And that's the exception. And you know, that it hurts that he ended up getting away and you couldn't negotiate a deal with him. And he he didn't sign like a he didn't break the bank as far as You know, signing with Carolina right out of the gates, what was it like? One year, eight million dollars. Yeah, and then he easily matched. Yeah, and then he he gets the huge deal close to his hometown. You know, in in Camden, New Jersey, uh, near Philly, Uh, he he signs that deal over forty million dollars, and he's one of the top pass rushers in the league now. And that, yeah, that certainly hurts. But I think you can you can you can kind of see all the variables that went into that that led to that. It wasn't like he was playing at a high level, and the Arizona Cardinals just said, "Ah, we're not going to pay him." Right, no, and it, it's one of
0: those things where Cardinals could do it over again. He would have been an outside linebacker since day one. He'd still be yeah. with this franchise. We all make mistakes. They made a big fat one there. I still think it was the afterburn of not being able to secure Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson. Scrambling, trying to find a solution, and um, yeah, unfortunately, it did not work out. I'm gonna tell you what does work out though, Mr. <laughs> Bobrock is when you go out and you get your COVID nineteen vaccine. They're free for everybody five and older. Uh, Those 12 and older are also eligible for a booster. And here's why it's important to visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. We've got a tailgate coming up this Sunday at the Lola. We're going to be doing a tailgate for every home game this year for the Arizona Cardinals. We're kicking it off next Sunday, September 11th, at the Lola, 10 a.m., when the Cardinals host the Kansas City Chiefs. Come party with myself, Bob Brock, Damian Anderson, the great Frank Sanders, all you got to do, pay twenty bucks per ticket. You can reserve your ticket now. You get free four Peaks beer the entire tailgate. Who can beat that deal? Nobody. We're hanging out with Burgang Travel Club at the Lola right before kickoff. Uh, it is going. I can't even comprehend that. That's that's less than what two weeks away. It's ten days mm-hmm. away from now. I can't wait.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a blast. Uh, we've got our tailgate show kind of start. It's tomorrow. We got our. our kind of week one college football tailgate show we're we're, we're riding in here dipping our toes in unfortunately Mm -hmm. we're you know we're not going to be live from our brand new studio with our more furniture that we can't wait to show off i mean i I love to show you my my fireplace and how swanky my residence is but i want to really show you what we're excited to show you off on our next our live streams this season more furniture hooked us up the entire office johnny new studio new furniture the whole nine yards if you're interested in checking out more labor day sale Check out Mm -hmm. morefurniture.com.
0: Marky Mark, love that name in the chat. Can teams extend players during the middle of the season? Absolutely they can. Um, And listen, if Byron Murphy comes out with his hair on fire and he goes to the Cardinals and says, I don't want to leave here, can I have some assurance? Uh, Who knows? Maybe they got some extra cash set aside. Uh, I wouldn't expect anything like that, but you don't know. Typically, you want to use your cap money during the year to add players via the deadline, take on some additional money. We always question, Bo Brock, The Cardinals have a bunch of money. Why aren't they spending it? Steve Kime historically is right up against the cap every single year. And two weeks ago, he was sitting right around $18 million after that DJ Humphreys extension. Well, now we know why he's got to go take on Trayvon Mullen's, uh, you know, salary. He's got to take on a bunch of these free agents that he's bringing in via the waiver wire. And now today I would presume, and this is a guess. So we've got Jalen Thompson set to make 40 million with 25 million to guarantee his salary for this year was 2.5 million i would imagine that base salary goes up i don't think this is a humphreys or a k1 scenario where you push money down the line
1: right it, it look if you like we've said it doesn't roll over i mean if you don't use it you lose it so right you know might if well. you can yeah might as well but you also keep some for rainy day or you know somebody who's going to have a fallout and inevitably happens every football season uh people become available on the market and if you need to add some cap. Uh, during the season and you can get somebody that's going to bolster your pass rush or your secondary, go ahead and do it. But uh, I don't think you know, it's going to be anything that's going to break their 2022 cap bank. So uh, I see Jason in the chat bringing up the B.A. Uh, Barstool interview. I think he did, pardon my take, uh, and he was very candid about the Cardinals and how they had scouted uh, Cliff Kingsbury's boy, Patrick Mahomes, and, and how they were just shocked that K.C. took him... Before they were up, that was the Reddick draft, wasn't it? Twenty seventeen. Yes. Yeah. But here, here's what I'll say, and this is not, you know, a, a hall pass for the Cardinals. I mean, I thought how how they uh, their their backup plan or their contingency plan for the quarterback position was it was downright just pitiful and inexcusable. But you know, most of the teams outside of the Texans and the Chiefs just completely blew that draft as far as the quarterbacks position goes. I mean, you had the bears trade up one spot from three to two to take Mitch Trubisky as the top signal caller in that draft. And then you don't see, you see the chiefs trade up to 10 to take Mahomes, And then Watson, what at 12, uh, it was just, it it was a weird draft. Doesn't excuse the Cardinals for just sitting there. Wasn't it 13th overall that they were sitting? They thought just one of those guys was going to fall in their lap. And it was just, that's, I, I feel like that's, that's pretty brutal, you know, what were you thinking? You didn't think some teams were going to try to vie for a quarterback in the top ten? They weren't
0: going to take a quarterback. They had made up their mind. They were that Bruce Arians wanted position players to try to win a Super Bowl in 2017. Yeah. They wanted Hassan Reddick. Uh they were naive. I think if you're telling me if you're Steve Kahn and you feel like you can get Bruce Arians for the next five years, and Bruce Arians comes to you and says, "I want Mahomes," what do we got to do to make it happen? We Steve Khan will trade up. Hell yeah, yeah. he would. They went into that draft thinking maybe we'll consider a quarterback. I know they worked out Mahomes, but they 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 took Reddick because they thought Reddick was going to help them get over the hump after that 2016 season. They were the favorites to win the NFC. They flamed out at what seven, and, nine, seven eight, and one. Um, they they wanted to win that next year. It was lunacy because Palmer couldn't stay healthy. They had no contingency plan, and then Aaron's dipped on them, but. That draft is always going to be a very difficult one for Cardinal fans. Now you compound it with the fact that Reddick has flourished elsewhere at a position that he should have been originally drafted for. We want everybody here to be sure to like this video. Do it right now on the YouTube. Go and give us a big thumbs up. Be sure to subscribe to the PHNX Cardinals podcast. Both some final thoughts here on the Jalen Thompson extension for the Arizona Cardinals ahead of the 2022 season. Does this do anything for morale? Does this do anything for the Cardinals as they go into Kansas City? A fearsome passing attack led by Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Don't have a ton of corners, but now you got two bookend safeties that are just amongst, amongst if not the elite best.
1: Yeah, I mean, it just gives uh, Jalen Thompson, number 34, a little bit bigger edge, like he needed one, a little bit more confidence. You know, obviously he's he can be comfortable and know that this is going to be his home at least through 2025. And, you know, the team that took a chance on him uh, when there were some red flags around him coming out of Washington State, as far as, you know, what led to him leaving the university after the draft in April, uh, you know, he, he showed him some love in, in getting him at a at a nice price tag. But to keep him part of this core moving forward is just a huge tip of the cap to Steve Kime. and that this team is doing what they're not known to do and trending the right direction at the end of a season, the offseason, and go into the regular season. Hopefully they can kind of Duplicate that in the regular season and trend at the right time towards the playoffs. But Jalen Thompson, a big part of that if they're going anywhere. We want everybody
0: to go check out gophnx.com and specifically the phnx merchandise locker. We have the best shirt in the valley going right now ahead of football season, the Hollywood Hills sign on Camelback. I can't wait for you guys to check this out at the phnx merchandise locker. It is off the chain. Let's see if I can pull it up here in real time. I've got it right here. Boom the Hollywood Hills sign on Camelback, a new release at gophnx.com, the PHNX merchandise locker. Get it now, become a member. 99 cents for the first month, eight ninety nine for the subsequent month. Or if you sign up for a year, you can get that t-shirt for free. Check it out at more at gophnx.com. Yes, thank you, Bo Brock. I want to end the conversation with this. John Doon quote in the comments. Incredible signing. Absolutely. I was afraid Jalen was lower on the core players needed to be re-signed um i I think a lot of people felt that way john and now he is back in the fold we here at phnx cardinals are in the fold every single day be sure to like subscribe leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast bo and i are back next week it's game week and we will see you on tuesday goodbye